You're listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. As you get older in life, you uh, tend to think back on a lot of things, uh, a lot of your memories, a lot of your experiences. And I think people that know me very well know that one of my most fondest memories is uh, high school and specifically the Mighty Al Band. And that's that's our marching band and uh, still supported today. My kids go to Saxe High School. I love the Saxe High School band. Don't don't get me wrong. But the the mob, as we were called, is uh, very dear and near to my heart. Uh, as a high schooler, you meet a lot of meet a lot of people in band. You know, you're freshman, sophomore, junior, seniors, and there's a lot of people. And one of the people I met is a guest of mine today, and uh, Garrett Kelly and his lovely wife Angela. Uh, yeah. They are the parents of Jeffrey Kelly, who founded the Jeffrey Has Heart Foundation, or JHH as it's known. And uh, guys, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N-team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M-A-R-T-E-N. A-R-T-E-N-Team.com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. You know, uh, Garrett, it's uh, been quite a quite a few years and long journey since our uh, summer band days, huh? It has been a long time. I, uh, like you, I remember the days well, you know, lots of Sweating, lots of um, jack-in-the-box burgers when we were done sort of thing. Don't forget but, the jack-in-the-box tacos. <laughs> the tacos as well, the dollar tacos. But Yeah, no, I, I uh, we're still very much band-centered with our son in band, and I was in college band as well, so definitely glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, you know, and I think, uh, uh, obviously, since our days of uh, Garland High School, you know, I went to Texas A&M, you went to SMU, um, you know, we've I've followed followed kept up with as many classmates as i could and when facebook came along it made it a lot easier to do that but it didn't take me long when facebook came along and all these new founded new fangled social media things back in the late aughts if you will um i found out real quick that something i did not know is that your son was born with a congenital heart defect and i wanted to have you on the show because i think what you're doing or what he's doing and starting that foundation is just wonderful. I want more people to know about it. And so, but I want to go back to that as parents and I'm a parent, I have three kids. I personally can't imagine getting that kind of news. Um, How did, how'd y'all first find out and what was that like? So we first found out um, the morning after he was born, the pediatrician came in and said she heard a heart murmur. And I'd always heard that Heart murmurs are no big deal. Everybody can have them, you know, so I kind of didn't pay a lot of attention. But um, her uncle happened to be uh, one of the preeminent pediatric cardiologists in Dallas. And so she got us in with him very, very quickly. And we were told that um, Jeffrey's aortic valve is not functioning properly. And so um, what they did was at five weeks of age when he he had to be at 10 pounds, 
um, they took him in and did a valvuloplasty where they basically popped open the valve that wasn't working properly. And then they came out to us afterwards and said, okay, that that's going to keep him for a few years, but probably about the age of five, he's going to need open heart surgery and a valve replacement. And, um, five came and went and no surgery. He was doing great. And 10 came and went and no surgery. And, uh, at about age 12, they said, um, you know, don't get too excited because puberty's going to get him. <laughs> and, and sure enough, and what so happened nice to hear from a doctor. Yeah, I know. You know, we are, that was already something we feared, but, um, at, sure enough, at age 15, his heart had grown so much that the valve could no longer keep up. And so his, the left side of his heart was beginning to enlarge. And, um, and actually what he had is, is, if left undetected, is what a lot of high school athletes die of. When you hear mm-hmm. of, a, of a young man dropping dead on the field, a lot of times it's what Jeffrey has. So we were very, very thankful that we had known from the get-go that that's what we were looking at. Um, and so he uh, went in for an open heart surgery and he handled it so well. He literally walked into Medical City Children's at 545 in the morning and walked up to the counter and said, I'm Jeffrey Kelly and I'm here for open heart surgery. And he was how old? Uh, he was 15. Okay. Um, I was crying, but he just walked right in and said, <laughs> I'm ready for surgery. And um, so they did a... Um, surgery called a Ross procedure where they swapped out his aortic valve with his pulmonary and then gave him a, a donor valve. Oh. Um, so someone who passed on left their, their body behind. And so we were thankful for whoever that was, um, that he's got a, Jeffrey's got a little piece of, of him living on him or her living on. Um, but what got Jeffrey has heart started was really more of what Garrett did leading up to the surgery. Preparing for the surgery. We knew a, we were going to be staying away from home for a number of days, probably at least over a week. And B, we'd be spending a lot of time in the hospital with him. And so my bright, bright idea was let's, let's see if I can drum up maybe 20 cards or letters, emails, something that he would be able to read and get some inspiration from while he's there. So I fired off an email to work. First of all, I work at... Um, can I say where I work? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I work at Fidelity Investments, which is a, it's a big company. Um, so that email got spread around. Not only did it get spread around here in Texas, but it went around the nation, went to the headquarters in Boston. And so we were getting all these responses from um, branches in Florida, California, Massachusetts, and then all the way up to leadership to, to the, um, you know, the president level up in Boston. This is all within your company. All within the company. Um, Another bit part of that, a big player in that, was um, a friend of ours that you know well, John Scherenberg. Yeah. He uh, used to um, be a DJ for KVIL way back in the day. And so he'd gotten some networking done with, with friends that were still in the business. K-Love, and, by the way. Yeah, K, I'm sorry, K-Love. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. I think yeah. I listened to KVIL. No, it was K-Love. You're right. Thank you for the correction. I did not listen to them back in the day. Yeah, it was K-Love. <laughs> You need a vacation, a beautiful beach, first-class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214-432-2909. That's 214-432-2909. 
lcstravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. So his old program manager um, was or is still working for KCBI in Dallas, which is a Christian radio network, 90.9. And contact, um, John contacted Joel. And at the time, KCBI was doing a – they were looking for somebody to support with letters from, from their listeners. And so Joel was like, this is the perfect timing. This is God's timing sort of thing, so let's do this. And so they started talking about Jeffrey on the air. They started um, asking for letters. We ended up get, getting, I mean, close to 3,000 letters. Now, is he still in the hospital during all this? This is before. Oh, before. Okay, wow. So this is all kind of leading up to it. But the 20, <laughs> so my tw- asked for 20 letters or emails turns into, you know, well over – 3,500 and just thousands of contacts. Wow, that's awesome. Um, You also talked to the ticket. I did talk to the ticket in Dallas, and they jumped on board. They sent them emails. They um, had one of their hosts visit us as well. So so for frame of reference, what year is this? This is 2015. So, yeah, this is the summer of 15. So he's not only getting all this, but he's getting gifts. He's getting gifts from Fidelity of just swag from, like, their Midwest where there's Detroit um, Lions and Minnesota Vikings things. And then all of a sudden the letter, the email that I sent gets to SMU. Well, SMU ends up sending a lot of stuff. that the Cheerleaders send things. Um, <laughs> one of the um, players that... Um, was one of our better, well, one of SMU's better running backs next to Dickerson, um, Zach Line. He ended up shooting a video and sending it to him. He got a signed um, football from from Adrian Peterson and sent. I mean, it's just wow. ridiculous. All but these the things. Best, the very best thing yeah. is he got a video yeah. from Colin Mockery, <laughs> the comedian. Um, and it, it was hilarious. If you ever watched Whose Line? Oh, okay. I was trying Colin. to make the connection. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that was hilarious. So so his story made it to Canada. Oh, well, wow. and being topical, he got a letter from Tiger Woods. I mean, these are things that we didn't expect, that we didn't ask for. He certainly didn't ask for. And the excitement of receiving all of this attention was great. But I started having a lot of guilt. He started having a lot of guilt. <laughs> Uh, just because why, you know, why Jeffrey? Why all of this attention? There's lots of kids out there well, I had suffering. To, I, yeah, I was going to say, I had to admit, when you, when you hear it, I, I get where you're coming from from the guilt standpoint because I, I think of things like that. I think of like the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Right. You know, where, and I, if my memory serves me, I think those are usually terminally. Those are terminal cases right. for yeah. the most part, yes. So it's just grant a wish before they go. And, right. And, all, yeah. and his was an eight-hour surgery that he was likely going to survive from, but... Um, it kind of snowballed into something we weren't prepared for. And once he heard about all of this, you know, post-surgery, even more had happened during the week while he was in the hospital. There was a a combination. He heard about all of this attention that he'd gotten. Plus, we had talked about families that we had seen in the hospital that not only lost a child, lost a heart patient, you know, or or a heart child, um, but leading up to losing them, they were sleeping on the floor. They were eating out of the vending machine. They were doing things that we weren't having to do because we were a little bit more fortunate, but we really felt like this isn't right, that this needs to change. And um, 
something has to be done to to tap into these families that that need help at the very basic level. You know, I think unfortunately, probably all of us have some hospital story. Uh, you know, a, a family member, a child. Uh, you know, obviously some are more serious than others, but we've all been in the hospital, uh, not necessarily ourselves, but visited someone or had to stay overnight. And as you said, Garrett, it it it's, it can be very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. uh, I, I know when I had to do that one time, it, I just had that little crappy recliner <laughs> that mm-hmm. it, it, oh yeah, it, it lays down. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, well, okay. Sort of. Oh, yeah, you'll make a bed right here. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can, uh, you know, and that's great that y'all recognize that because I, I think a lot of people wouldn't. And, and, you know, you wouldn't really blame them per se because they're all focused on their relative or their kid. Or, yeah, you know, look, I just got to get my, my, my family member well and out of here, you know, and, and that's just, that's great that, that you ever think about that? No, nobody likes the guilt part of it, <laughs> right? But I mean, but it, it obviously led to something great. And so when 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 he got out of the hospital, is that when things uh, just did they move forward slowly, or did they kind of pick up, or as far as you know? So while he was still in the hospital, he he said, "Well, I've been thinking that maybe when I get out, we should sell T-shirts or something. You know, raise some money for." American Heart Association. And we were like, no, that, that sounds great. You know, let's do that. And that was the last time we had control. It just sort <laughs> of took off from there because as soon as we told people that that's what we wanted to do, we just, everybody just ran with it. Now, now parents are supposed to have control. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and meaning it control of, of, of the organization. It yes. was never going to just be selling t-shirts. Um, Jeffrey heard us talking while he was in the hospital about the fact that for just one week, it was $1,500 for us to stay in a a hotel. And we had to take turns because only one of us could stay with him at the hospital. Um, And it was $10 every time we had a meal. So $60 a day for two adults to eat. Uh, And he heard us talking the last couple of days, hey, maybe we'll split a meal this time or you know, we got down to the last day, and it was let's just not eat today. Right, <laughs> and and we're financially comfortable. So um, once we got out and started really thinking about it, Jeffrey said, "Well, I want to do more than than that. I want to find a way to to help people have a place to stay, or have their meals, or have." We complained a lot about paying <clears throat> for parking. You know, have their parking paid for, and so it just sort of took off from there. Well, and but, I think the other part of that is that as he would make rounds as far as getting mobile again and you're supposed to be getting your circulation going so he'd be walking in the halls and he'd peek in these rooms he'd see these babies and he'd see teenagers and he'd see all ages in between and he just it just crushed him as far as he's got to do something well and we're going to talk about Uh. that um you talked about how the uh okay you talked about doing more. And when we get back from our break, we're going to talk about how the foundation has done much more going forward. We're going to let our sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back after these messages. 
your heart wants to buy, but your bank account is screaming, you're not ready. (laughs) Chances are you're closer than you think. Randy Watkins and the team at Academy Mortgage provide options you probably never knew existed. And then they walk you through it all. Conventional loans, renovation loans, even energy efficiency loans. Call Randy Watkins today, 214-684-1164 and begin taking charge of your future. That's Randy Watkins at Academy Mortgage, 214-684-1164. Randy Watkins, NMLS 177234, Academy Mortgage, NMLS 3113, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. We love our sponsors, and we want you to love our sponsors, too. So please go visit our sponsors. I know they would love you to do it. We're here today with Garrett and Angela Kelly, not (laughs) technically the founder of JHH, but uh, you're very admirably filling in for uh, your son (laughs) who started that foundation. And you know, before the break, we were talking about, you know, the genesis of it, how it got started. And, you know, that's, like I said, the the biggest takeaway I got, and hopefully people listening take from that, is that while you were in the midst of your emergency, if you will, with your son's condition, you and your son were thinking about others. And I I think it's a wonderful testament to what you're doing now. So the foundation has started, and you had mentioned before the break that Jeffrey has said, hey, what we, we have to be able to do more. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in those shoes, I have to admit, I, I wouldn't know where to begin. So how, how do you do more? Um, that's a good question. They do. Yeah, they do have the uh, nonprofits for dummies, which we did look <laughs> yes. at. I literally went and <laughs> Is bought. Is really a book? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it, I literally went and bought nonprofits for dummies and did all the paperwork and um, prayed that I did not end up in federal prison. <laughs> and then we uh, just started asking people for money. And we went ahead and had a startup banquet. So we had no kids to sponsor, but we had a bunch of people who believed in what we were doing. And so we had that first banquet and made maybe $7,500, I think. And Well, and, and backing up, we put a board together, had a first board meeting. This all happened in December of 2015, um, three and a half years ago. And we had to, had to come up with a mission statement and all that sort of thing. So we at first wanted to help teens because since jeffrey had that experience but teens with heart conditions and by help we meant we wanted to help them financially we wanted to help them emotionally we want to go visit the hospital when they're in the hospital you know when they're in the hospital just to be able to to provide support for the parents or any sort of other relative that's there Mm -hmm. but as time went on it expanded and didn't just include teens because we found that congenital meaning they're born with it lots of babies are (laughs) Going through that, and we again, we saw that in the hospital when we were there, and so it was quick to um, sort of reorganize into helping a wide, wider swath of, of um, kids. But our very first client was actually our recipient, rather, was actually a teenager, um, and we <coughs> met her through a friend um, who messaged us and said, "Hey, are you still sitting on all that money you raised at the fundraiser?" <laughs> And this young lady is in the hospital. And and so um, I grabbed a friend and we went shopping and we bought we bought the girl books and games to play while she was in the hospital and um, bought her a fuzzy blanket and and um, and all that and delivered it to her. And her parents were just overwhelmed. I mean, all we'd done was just give her books and a blankie. Yeah, it's a blankie. But her parents were were (laughs) overwhelmed. and, and, And Jeffrey was like, hmm, I think we might have hit on a formula. So. We started getting blankets. I, every time I see blankets on sale at Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever, I grab them. 
the big comfy fuzzy ones. Yes. And we get our, our logo um, printed on them and put the child's name on them. So they always get a personalized blanket. And then, uh, you know, if they're if they're little bitty, they get a stuffed animal or, or whatever. But the most important thing that we do is we give the parents um, usually a Visa card with money to cover um, all the things they didn't think of. Because you, you don't realize how many times a day you wish you had a Coke or you have to eat or... Um, well, yeah, you talked about splitting the meal there. The yeah, end, exactly. You know? <laughs> and so... Um, uh, the, our next few clients, I, I was having a mental picture of the first time we met Lola's mom, because Lola has kind of become our um, our poster child for extremely acute baby. Right. Um, and and you know I just handed her mom a Visa card for three hundred dollars and she just started bawling, and she's like, "We can eat, we can park, this is awesome." <laughs> um, and so that's really kind of what it has morphed into is just being able to. Provide money now. Recently, we've had a, a young man um, named Jace. I don't know if you've uh, seen no, him. I it's, know. Yeah. It's, I get. I cry every time I look at yeah. him. Yeah, and Jace is just heartbreaking because he's two. No, he's three, three now. He's three, and he's had a heart transplant and a kidney transplant, and he's had an ileostomy, and he has cancer. He's now. developed yeah, cancer yeah. from the transplant, mm-hmm. and um, and so with with Jace's family, we've helped pay some bills. And, um, and our, our donors are awesome. Every time we put out an ask, you know, guys, Jason's family doesn't have groceries. Somebody responds with, you know, with money. And so it's, it's just been amazing. Celebrate life's fun moments with gourmet cupcakes. What is a gourmet cupcake? Simply put, flavor perfection. Confection Perfection by Melissa delights with over 14 flavors of delicious gourmet cupcakes and specialty cookie varieties. Triple Chocolate Temptation, Cookies and Dream, Almond Butter Applause, Lips Smackin' Lemon. Tantalize your taste buds with cupcake sensations that will bring you back again and again. Go to ConfectionPerfectionByMelissa.com for delivery or pickup orders placed online. Place your order today at ConfectionPerfectionByMelissa.com. I want to talk about the gala because, you know, that's that's how y'all are able to raise money every year. And like I said, you do do the what I would call the, the, the one-off donations but the gala is great and i i want to share a, a personal experience with my first one and uh, you know uh, like i said known garrett a long time follow him on facebook and then you know the, the jeffrey has heart uh, foundation uh, fa- or facebook foundation page uh you know was set up and, and all that and i'm a ticket listener so <laughs> you know obviously that 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 doesn't hurt as far as me personally is keeping informed and i watched channel eight so it's the same thing but, you know, uh, Garrett had invited me to the gala. I think I went two years ago, I want to say. And it was so funny because, like I said, we, we still keep up with a lot of our friends in high school that we know. And uh, I know her as Teresa Nasca, but, you know, she's Teresa Nasca Nash. And we both, knew, both, know, we both know her. And uh, she went to A&M with me for a little bit. And But she emailed me and said, hey, are you going to this? <laughs> I'm like, well, I plan on it. Okay, I just want to make sure I know somebody. <laughs> And I went, and I think that year it was in Trophy Club, if mm-hmm. I remember right. And I was just blown away by the gala. And when I was there, I know, I and I just, um, my mind leaves me. I don't know who your keynote speaker was, but. Uh, it was Thad Matula, who yes, had produced uh, um, one of the more popular 30 for 30s. That's right, that's right. Yeah, he did Pony Excess. Pony Excess, exactly. Yes. 
So, uh, you know, in, in the short time we have left, I, I just want y'all to make sure that, uh, or I want us to make sure that we, we get that word out. Um, what's the gala about and, and uh, when's the next one? <laughs> so this year's gala is at SMU at, a, at the Hall of Champions, which is up above Ford Stadium. And we have a speaker this year who is one of the leading experts at getting people to sign up as an organ donor. She's oh. had, I believe she said the other day, 14,000 people have signed up to be an organ donor because of Roxanne Watson. Um, she was a heart transplant recipient herself from a, a soldier who was killed in an accident. And so she will be our speaker this year. And our MC. And she's, she's from New York, by the yeah, way. She's, she's flying down. down. From New York. Oh, wow. Our MC is for you sports nerds. Uh, oh, I know this answer. <laughs> who is our MC? Gordon Keith. Is, <laughs> yes, the great Gordo is yeah, our MC. Gordo. So there's no telling what will happen. I, I'd probably just come just for that, probably. Yeah, that's, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> that's the idea. Uh, we're actually, uh, the date is June 28th, okay. 7 p.m., and to to order tickets, uh, the best way to, to do it is to go to jeffreyhasheart.org. Yes. And there's a link to, to buy tickets. There's also a link to donate if you can't attend. Um, or you could do both. Or that would be great if you want to do both. And if you're listening to this after 2019, please check out our website, jeffreyhasheart.org, for um, that year's gala information. Um, or any other fundraiser we have going on. Or any other fundraiser we have going on. Um, so if you follow our website, you will see that we have several fundraisers throughout the year. Um, blood drives are also planned, so we definitely want to get people out for that. What I would say, something that I wanted to kind of circle back on, though, our goal is to provide $1,500 worth of help per family. So that, again, is spread out over food, gifts, um, parking, lodging, that sort of thing. So that's what our goal is, and so that's when you're keeping in mind how much to donate, have that in mind when you're thinking about a child and a family. And that's great information. I know mm-hmm. at the gala, too, I, I, when I went, you had silent auction items, uh, live auction items, and that's again, that's how y'all raise money. And I'm assuming the gala is the biggest fundraiser you have. It is. Yeah. We, we average around, I mean, we're looking for $20,000 this year. We've averaged around $13,000 the first three years, so we're trying to up the ante, so to speak. So I want to make sure everybody knows. So people that are listening in your car, you know, you're listening to us on the OBBM app. Just uh, don't, don't, don't write this down where you're driving, but just wait till you stop. So how can, uh, what's the best ways for people to know more about the foundation, donate, uh, everything you want them to know, what's the best way to find out about it? So jeffreyhasheart.org is our website. That's the, the primary way. On Facebook, just look up Jeffrey Has Heart. And we basically have a running stream going there uh, on there. And then Twitter. Twitter is the same. The The handle is Jeffrey, at Jeffrey Has Heart. Yeah. Instagram. Our teenager is working on an Instagram. <laughs> so as soon as she gets that finished, Because you, you will... know Facebook's for old people like, like right, my kids right. tell me. Um, but the old people have the money. So, um, But we will, when she finishes that, we will... We will uh, Announce that as well. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. You know, and uh, again, I can't thank y'all enough for uh, coming. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, I, I know you're very proud of your son and the foundation, but, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk about. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things to where you, you're having to, you know, people know all about you in, in some regards, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm an open book. Everybody knows me. I talk about anything. But not everybody's like that, but, you know, this is for a great cause, and uh, I'm so glad y'all wanted to come. And, uh, y'all came uh, today for our great 
studios at the trade group and so you want to thank them as well and again i would i would uh i would urge all of our listeners uh i can vouch personally for the kellys uh been to the gala and 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 what they do is is so wonderful and i would just highly encourage you to support that uh and especially our uh mob alumni who are listening i know there's a few of you out there um you know if nothing else just come and have we'll have a little mini reunion you know whatever you want to do so uh, again Garrett, Angela, thank you for coming. We really do appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seat of the Turf show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seat of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network podcast, also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.